0: welcome back to Up Close and Personal. Um, My name is Seth and I'm really excited to talk to you about this particular subject. Now we have spoken about broken engagements and I'm so glad that I was able to really share my journey on that and encourage you. But now let's talk about redundancies. Yes redundancies is not a very um, easy or light subject. It's It's almost as if you can't even say the R word you know, it's it's really deep, you know, and I remember like when I went through my, re- you know, I went, I've been through two redundancies. So I feel like <laughs> I'm very well equipped right now to encourage anybody because redundancies really knocks one's confidence in a way in which, man, you're like, wow, you know, and it's not that like you're being fired, but it's just saying that your role is no longer valid within the organisation or there's major cuts. So you're going to have to look for something else. And for some people, if you've been in an organization for less than two years, you don't really get a buyout. So you don't even get some form of compensation or, or, or such. You might not get a package. So it's really, really hard in these streets. I'm thinking it can be really, really difficult. And I really want to talk about this because, again, it my biggest biggest motto right now and that you're going to hear a lot is it's not the end of the world and i'll explain to you why it's not the end um because (laughs) you have to everything everything that we accomplish or everything that we overcome it is by mindset uh, and I know it's really really hard but I uh, you know but I really want to encourage you or encourage those who are currently going through redundancies or currently afraid that they're going to lose their jobs because I did hear recently um on well I saw on Twitter the other day that quite a few people within the media were losing there was there was going to be some major cuts like even at BuzzFeed or all these different kind of like media organizations um and some people who are currently working in finance uh, or in banking with the whole Brexit, it's a really uncertain time. Now, again, for those who do not know me, I'm Seth. Um, I'm proud Ivorian. Um, and also not only am I you know proud Ivorian and stuff and everything, I really can relate to anybody who's had some uncertainty, but I'm also a Christian, and as a Christian, I feel like it has helped, you know helps me overcome it has helped me to be positive and to be nice because redundancies would bring another side to you the same way as broken engagements um it brings you know you feel humiliated you may feel embarrassed you may be frustrated betrayed redundancies will make you feel a really tight a big it, you know it will make you feel a type of way like a hundred percent you're working for an organization you feel like you've poured yourself to this organization you sacrifice your time and then the next day you don't even expect to then be made you know you don't expect to be made redundant and that's just the hard truth and it makes you sometimes have a bitter um perspective on the workplace because you're like wow like you can spend so many years or some so much time in an organization and if they want to just kind of cut your job they can Um, But I really want to just look, delve in more of the positive side and just be like, "Mm, you know, these are the things that I did. So the first redundancy that I went through was actually my placement year. So it was at university. Um, It was kind of like a year's placement. It was a great organisation, a development organisation. I really, really enjoyed some aspects of it. I liked the whole, I'm really into the whole Africa and, you know, so all those Pan-Africanism. Africanists you know power to you guys but um it was really great it was a, a very interesting role an interesting organization they do amazing things um for for Africa and for developing countries um but the role that I was in was in communications And as much as I like talking, I just didn't like the whole kind of doing the websites and, you know, social media stuff is not really my forte. Um, But, you know, it was comms and it was a really interesting thing to do, kind of writing out and and kind having to, you know, write articles and etc. It was it was a it was a a good experience, something that I'm using today um, that I thought I would never use. So it was beneficial, but I didn't enjoy it. And my confidence was really, really affected by the fact that I didn't enjoy it. I just felt like I wasn't really good. Um, I felt like I wasn't really giving my best, but at the same time, I just knew that I was trying. I was trying to kind of get this and not allow my anxiety to take over. So because anxiety in the workplace is real. and And again, I will talk about that later on because there is different ways you can find help on that. But anyway, I had such a high levels of anxiety, but I knew that the organization were going through major changes and major cuts. And, you know, it was just a really tough time for them. But, you know, me and my innocent self at the time, I thought I'm on a placement. It's not like I can lose my job. It's not like I'm going to stay there for, you know, for long. I only got about three months left. But they were like, oh, sorry. I remember kind of being called to an office. I just came back from Israel <laughs> on top of that. I had just come back from Israel, finished praying. I had a, an amazing time. Um, in Israel um, in Jerusalem came back I felt renewed I was like I can do this I've got three months left I get taken to this office and they were like oh sorry we're gonna make you redundant Um, because yeah right now we don't have the resources to support you for the rest of your placement etc bearing in mind that there was this other guy who's doing his placement that didn't get made redundant which made me feel even worse and I was just like oh okay but you know what I don't know what it is in most situations I've really um experienced I've just tried to be positive so I was like well thank you for the opportunity I'm really really grateful that you've even gave me this opportunity i made some great contacts and I just took it with grace and I do not know I honestly believe for me, it was my faith. Um, I have to be honest. I have to be very transparent. It was my faith in Christ. I had just come back from Israel, had an amazing time praying and pouring out to the Lord in Jerusalem. I wasn't going to come back and ruin the testimony and then come in and be like, are you kidding me? Like I've only got three months left. You're telling me you can't pay me for the next three months when there's clearly somebody else that is on their placement. Yeah, that's still here. But I had to just say you know what things happen for a reason and if I take this with grace maybe some good is going to come out of this and I think I was really concerned because I wasn't just made redundant my actually head of department was made redundant as well so there was a lot of people that had been made redundant Is well um during the time so I was really trying to sympathize with I hope they were okay because they have mortgages they have children they have their partners I'm just there living in my house in my mother's home without any major bills so I had to just really just not really think about me and the one thing I love about the words that it really encourages me is that it requires us to be very selfless a different topic for another day but it requires you to put somebody else to sometimes regard others more than yourself and I think in that situation I did regard others more than myself at the time because I didn't really have any you know, I didn't, I I didn't have anybody dependent on me. I didn't have major responsibilities at the time that would have fit that. That would cause that job to affect me. So, but it didn't. It didn't mean that my confidence wasn't knocked. It didn't mean that I didn't go through the the, the feeling of, am I, am I good enough? Being the fact that I am so ambitious, and most people know me for being a very ambitious person that gets most things right. It was a big confidence blow like it was like wow like if you really want to take my confidence do it free redundancy and that's one of the biggest tools to 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 knock somebody's confidence so yeah so that was my first experience my second experience was very much very very different because this time I had finished university I had you know graduated um I had now with more and more responsibilities I was trying to get my career out there and it was it just felt good to come out of university and I had a job I had I could start my career it was in the city I was like oh okay this is good um Again, I wasn't the biggest fan of the job, but the job did teach me a lot. Um, it was an amazing experience, I would say. Now I say it's an amazing experience because it taught me so much high levels of professionalism. It taught me so much about dealing with various stakeholders, um, very senior people, because I worked directly with the CEO at the time. Um, but again, there was a there was a few cuts that they were doing here and there, but it won't. This organization wasn't that. There wasn't like lacking in a lot of money. It was just small different things. But I just feel like the role as well wasn't for me. It didn't really highlight my gifts and my talents. But it's not an excuse not to give your all in a job. It's not an excuse not to um, work hard in any role despite the fact that you don't like it but we will talk about discontentment in the workplace on another episode so yeah I was there for over a year almost two years almost almost two years and you know I was the only person in my department so I could kind of see why if they had to make any cuts it would be through mine because I was one person in one department and it was like the role that I was doing could be split amongst other people Um, So it was a luxury for my colleagues because they were like, you know, I don't need to do this. She can just do it. So it was a thing where it was, you know, it was an easy target to be... it It was easy for my department to be replaced. And it wasn't... I don't think I it wasn't, if I have to keep it extremely real, it wasn't a role in which I had to give so much value. It was like, if I really wanted to give that much value, I had to go beyond to find something that was really new. It was just a, it was a PMO kind of systems that you do over and over again. So I, I, you know, it was, I don't know if there was a lot of opportunity for me to think outside the box. There probably was, but I probably didn't think outside of the box at the time. So again, cuts I didn't know I didn't expect it they were like you know I I remember after a a year a year almost two years that you know called me into the office and were like you know what um thank you for your contributions we decided that we're going to be doing some cuts and and we feel like your department um can it it, you know can be split amongst other areas so you know we decided that it's best for us to kind of close this area so we can focus and pull our money into something else um and I was just like again i <laughs> was don't get me wrong that one i felt it the placement you know i was just giving you guys example because i said two redundancies and i'm not gonna i feel it's, it's important for me to give you the examples but this one i really really felt it because i was just starting my career i've come out of university i've gained skills i've acquired skills and i'm just like really like is this gonna happen to me like i you know when i'm starting my career even though i wasn't the biggest fan of the job and i really wanted to find a different area but um I was like really like man and my anxiety and the lack of confidence came back and it felt like I was going into depression as well because I was like really like you're really gonna knock me down but here is how I changed the kind of the the story a little bit so I still got made redundant you know so let's just (laughs) <laughs> let's just keep that part but what happened was again I did the same thing with the first situation I decided to remain positive it's not easy because you know I've put you know you pour out to people you you get used to the working environment you tell yourself look at least I want to do a minimum of two to three years before I move up to a, before I move and apply for another position but your time gets cut basically short and it was hard for me to find to figure out to figure what figure out what I was grateful for it was hard to be like you know what is there to be grateful for you know it's the second time what is wrong with me like why am I losing being made redundant again but I felt like (laughs) you know let me just be positive because at the end of the day I was like I'm not entitled to a package because I didn't make it two years so they were quite (laughs) they were quite raw for doing that because I feel like they kind of knew what they were doing but anyway that's you know let's not point fingers but um I hadn't made it to the two years just yet right um I loved my office I guess I loved the building of the office more than the work itself I loved it and I loved the people that I was working with but you know I was like you know just remain positive remain 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 positive no matter what because most people out of redundancies will curse, will get angry. And it's obviously, I understand f- f- um, people's perspectives. Obviously, I'm a Christian. So cursing and stuff doesn't really play well in the mix for me. But I understand the frustrations that somebody who's married and he's dedicated maybe 18 years to an organisation or five years or four years, I don't know, who's married, has a mortgage, has kids, has a certain lifestyle, then has to accept that it's gone you know, that that, that that they have to start all over. It, it's a hard situation to go through. But like I said, you know, I'm still young. You know, I had to tell myself, you know, I'm, I'm young. I, I, I've, I've got the right skills. I've learned so much being in this organisation. I can either feel sorry for myself or continue to feel sorry for myself or I'm going to have to just remain positive. So I went to my redundancy meeting with a plan and I was like, and that's what I would really encourage most of you to have be if you're positive and you have a really good attitude because they know sometimes a difficult situation you might end up getting some stuff out of it you know so i came with a plan i was like you know what i want to you know my ceo was sat on my the CEO at the time was sat there with a, 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 um, the HR um, representative and I was like you know I want to thank you for this opportunity but you know I use the same lyrics as the first time I want to thank you for this opportunity thank you for all that you've done uh, I'm going to accept the decision um, I I really just I'm just I was I'm just really grateful that you even en- you know, enabled me to work in this environment oh gosh it was so hard to say all of these things but I, I actually came from a place of sincerity I was like you know I am grateful thank you for you know giving me this opportunity to work for you and to learn and acquire so many skills and you know the only thing I ask is you know if you do care about my development as you say then maybe pay for my prints continue to pay for my prints to um exam that's all I would want from you guys and I know that you you basically said that I'm not entitled to the package because it's less than two years. But you know again, if you you know if you care about my my development, invest at least in my prince too, and allow me to, to 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 still flourish in the next environment because I'll be ever so grateful. Because you know you were a great role model to me. You know that's what I was saying to the CEO and all blah blah blah, and. You know, I think they were so shocked. My HR, the HR representative was so shocked at my attitude and how positive I was in that meeting because it's a hard meeting for both the HR person uh, especially for the hr person i'm not too sure about this ceo depending on what kind of relationship he has with his employees or with the staff but for hr i know that um it, it's a hard situation to be able to to, to give redundancies out because they're hated for it you know <laughs> they're not they're hated for it they don't like being in certain positions well i know in my at my workplace at the time they, they were not happy to be put placed in this situation and having to tell me that they're gonna you know remove my department or my little area so the great thing is they did provide me with the package. So I did get my Prince 2 package. Whoop, whoop. And also I got, they gave me a bonus because it was actually a month in. I, I left during the time of the bonus and I think I would, I thought I wouldn't qualify for the bonus, um, for the year's bonus because I was leaving right at the point that people were going to get paid the bonus. So I didn't really mention it because I thought, oh, you know what, the bonus is gone. So I'm just going to have my last salary and then make do of that. But no. They actually paid me the bonus on top of my normal salary, so I basically managed to get a buyout of maybe over like three K or something um, at the time. So that was a blessing. So that gave me enough time to maybe have at least two two months worth of, I guess, well, depending what, well, depending on you know the salary, but at least I could survive for the next two months or three, depending on how well I budgeted. So that was a blessing, giving me time to travel, um, giving me time to really think and step back. Now, my encouragement to anybody that's going through a redundancy is um, it is not your fault and it is not necessarily you per se. Okay, Um, I want you to really take that in. It is not your fault. OK, organisations, things change. And I don't want anybody to start to think that they're inadequate because of decision to change or to restructure the organisation. Redundancies is not somebody firing you. I think people really need to get that into their heads. It's not necessarily somebody firing you. It's just that the the, the, um, the positional department that you're in are making cuts. The organisation are making cuts. And it's so sad that sometimes we are an easy target based on the areas that we work in. Um. Or, or what we do, or the types of jobs we do, but we have to, we have to take that in our, we have to accept that it's not our faults, and we are adequate, and we are um, gifted, and we have great skills, you know, and, and, and that's, I think that's the first thing I would advise anybody to do, I know it's a hard thing, especially when you've given your all to an organization, but please try to remain positive. I, I'm again in my last uh, episode, even with broken engagements, I really encourage people to write a list of what they're grateful for. What are you grateful for in that organization? You may have not necessarily liked the work, liked the people, but think about the things that you're grateful for. their experience, the skills, you know, um, the pay the salary, the fact that you did have a job at the time that could pay your bills, even if are things that you think is, is a is a normal thing, just write it down, go there with a, a spirit of gratitude because it really shifts the meetings and it can always place it towards your favour because it depreciates you from every other person who may have had a redundancy um, meeting and who got so angry was you know, you know started cursing started getting angry started you know expressing their emotions and their anger um from you having a very positive you know op- you know a positive meeting with full of you know full of kindness and full of gratitude and you know you just kind of took your leave from there so i must admit that some people do go through a lot of injustice um i can't really speak too much on that um because Again, I'm only speaking from my experience, but I know some people do go through some forms of injustice and they feel like their redundancy is a cover up for something else. If that's the case, please seek um a lot of like HR specialists. There's uh, like in companies that you can seek. I would definitely um like to give out a shout out to um On Target Solutions HR and the People's Partner. I want to give a shout out to the People's Partner. Um it's a woman founded by a woman called Michelle Raymond. Um this these are people that you can seek uh, and i will put more information below they are external organization that does help with matters to do redundancies if you've experienced it but i'm really just kind of talking in, a, in the mindset of you can overcome and it is not the end of the world it does feel like it it does feel like it when you have responsibilities it does feel like it when you have children it does feel like it when you have a mortgage or you have a partner or when it's your your um home you know you know you're paying your bill to, to, to if you're renting as well it can feel like it is the end of the world but it's not the end because I'm coming from a place of somebody who had that was made redundant and I was able to overcome and then find a job one advice is you know, um, you, in, during this time when you are applying for roles, um, obviously, if they've given you enough notice to know that you'll be made redundant during that point of time. Um, feel free sometimes to ask HR that although, yes, you're working for some aspects of the rest of the month. Are they will they kindly allow you to allocate you some time to to go to interviews, etc., because you have been made redundant? They should technically allow you to be going to interviews um, and seeking help as much as possible. You know, going through agencies, I encourage it. Um, it's not always easy. Going through agencies to help, um, getting any form of friends or family or somebody that you know, or actually going to your HR, some people don't do this, but sometimes going to that HR and saying, can you review my CV? Can you review, um, you know, my doc, you know, my cover letters as a way to help me to get into a new job? They owe you that much. So don't always see them as the enemy. See as sometimes, you know what, they've already let me go. I might as well use them to my favor as well, because I did that. I went to them. I went to HR and I was like, can you help me with some aspects of my CV? Don't be afraid to do that you know it's nothing wrong with doing that again don't treat them like the enemy even if they feel like the enemy i mean even if they feel if you know they are the ones that put you through this situation change and shift the mindset it makes it easier to to um to become more optimistic about your future so those are uh, another aspect other things are is that um you know if if it if they permit you to go you know using linkedin um and and writing seeking other opportunities if you're hr i mean that's something that you might have to speak to hr about but i think if you've been made redundant and you have a month left then it's all right for you to say seeking opportunities or to even write it that you'll be made redundant and you're looking for an opportunity. People understand that it wasn't because you were fired that you were made redundant. So what is wrong with writing that you've been made redundant and you're looking for other op- new opportunities on LinkedIn? I know it's a very touchy subject. Some people don't like doing that. But I, I say if you really if you, if you feel comfortable to do so, then do so. Don't be afraid to write that down and say, I'm looking for new opportunities. I've seen quite a few people do that on LinkedIn, um, and say, you know, I've just gone through a redundancy or I'm, you know, there's been a change in direction. I'm looking for new opportunities and I've got this amount of years, um, experience, you know, open for new, open for new opportunities, basically. So don't be afraid to do that. Also, I know it's really 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 hard but if you can take if you can't take some time during the week um, or, or or when you have your redundancy meeting some people um don't I think some people have the choice of they have to either work throughout their redundancy month for the last month or some people don't if you have if you can have the option of not working most of the cases I believe you don't have to work for the rest of that month Um, in my case I had to but most most people I have heard that they don't have to work during um, that month before you delve into applying for a job please please just dedicate one day I know it's going to be hard just one day if you know maybe you have you might have to leave your house or might have to go to a coffee shop or something go somewhere you know that is peaceful that you're going to be at peace and write down the things that you like doing. Write down the things that you hate doing and write down the things that you like doing. Sometimes read um, redundancies give us opportunities to really reevaluate our career steps. Um, it's not, like I said, sometimes you might be forced to do a job again that you, you're not the biggest fan of because you have to pay some bills and it's okay. But if you have the option to just take one day out to just write down what you like and what you don't like to do, it might give you more clarity on what you need to apply. Because when you're when you've been made redundant, you just want to apply for everything. And I'm guilty of this. I apply for everything. Um, which landed me into a completely different world. It landed me into the world of um recruitment. Even though I wasn't recruit I wasn't doing um job recruitment, I was doing something else, but it was in a recruitment firm. But it landed me in a different area to management consulting. So sometimes you might have to try something new but you have to be strategic in your move and that's something I'm learning every day that you know you have to be strategic so if you can write down the things you like when you are doing your CV you at least you will know what suits you and what doesn't Uh, and sometimes just taking the time to just pause for just that one day doesn't have to be the whole week but even if it's one day just to write down certain points or to have someone help you then do so you know, go ahead and do it because it's, it's worth it. Otherwise you might just end up doing what I did and just applying for everything and anything. And, and if you, it's not always ideal, but it does pay the bills. So that's, that's one tip. Now, what other really key things, again, if you can go through counselling as well, um, I highly encourage you to, Um, if you can go through uh, counseling if you think it's going to be beneficial to you there's nothing wrong with that again you have to guard your mental health mental health is wealth Um, being healthy is better than anything else in this world i don't care what anybody says i think having well i mean having being healthy you know via your whether that be your mind or whether that be physically or whatever it's so much better than acquiring money because when you have money and you're not healthy and you're depressed it just makes it so hard to think straight and to do things right so i would encourage you that if you can find some free services if you're trying to find money there are some free services out there if you're in the private sector the private sector um i know that they sometimes have links to counseling services so if you have your last month utilize that as much as possible if you still have the benefits utilize that um they're sometimes you know if you if you are in a church and your church doesn't offer it there are some other churches that do offer counseling christian counseling services or you know if you need it um so don't be a don't be a shame to to go off and ask um if you are again if you're i'm speaking now to if you're part of BAME, whether you're black asian or minority ethnic frontline therapist is a um counselling organisation that will match you up with somebody that may that that comes from the same race um, as you ethnicity if you find it easier if you don't mind having anybody then that's okay if you want to have somebody that you know um, is of a certain ethnic background because you feel like you relate to that person better frontline um, therapists um, are a great organisation and I highly recommend them for their services. So um, please feel free to message me. I will have my details below. Um, on my social media handles please feel free to message me to put comments down on how you overcame a redundancy we need to talk about it guys we need to talk about it so that some people will be encouraged it is not for everyone not everybody wants to share that journey but if you have experienced it and you are in a much better place please feel free to comment so that other people will be encouraged and realize that they will make it, they will, you will find something better. And it would, to be honest, sometimes, like I said, some people have benefited from a redundancy because they've, they've, you know, they, their side hustle has became their full-time employment. They went, they became self-employed, which is amazing. Some people eventually ended up doing contracting work and making more money during the day than prior. So if that's you, you feel free to share your story. Um, some people, again, were able to find purpose out of a redundancy. I felt like I found purpose in a way because I knew what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. And people could see my skills and highlight, oh my gosh, you're really good at this. I really hope you get a career in that because you're you're amazing at engaging and building relationships with people. So you'll be surprised on how something that can feel like the the worst thing to ever happen in your career or in your life can end up being one of the ways that give you the most clarity if you put your mind to it. And if you decide to see the good in everything that happens, so guys, I'm so happy that you were able to listen to my um up close and personal podcast on redundancies. I really hope that you're encouraged by it. I really hope that you will stay tuned to my other episodes that are coming in that are going to be um coming in very very soon. I'm so so excited to continue to have real conversations, real conversations on on things of life you know, whether it hurts, whether it doesn't, we can change and we can turn our lemons into lemonade. It all depends on you really. So thanks guys and take care. Bye.